Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Talking in Stations. I'm Rain, your host, and I'm joined by Artemis, our engineer. Tonight, or today, we have both Jinx and Starfleet Commander of the four, like the brand new coalition, or formerly GTC or Greater Trash Coalition. I'll let Jinx introduce himself first. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Jinx DeCare, CSM 17, and a CEO of the Brave Collective since late late November when Dunk stepped down. All right, and Starfleet. Hi, guys. Starfleet Commander, CEO, Volta, leader of greater trash community and now along with jinx with both leading the new b2 which is the new coalition that we've announced yesterday was it yesterday was it yesterday yeah. for that uh, was it yesterday no it was friday, friday. friday. Yeah. oh god days i don't understand time it's only been two days it's okay <laughs> time is strange yeah works in mysterious ways so what does b2 stand for well it's blob and brave or brave and blob it's the two it's the two but however whichever order you want to write in doesn't matter which order it's in to be honest it's more of yeah it's just because we'll, we actually came out of it on friday <laughs> like literally like about 10 minutes before the meeting <laughs> we were just like this sounds all right it's pretty cool and it's just you know because we want to work closely more together you know blob and brave in, in particular and are going to be living in the regions next to each other. So we just thought it's, it works really nicely. Okay. And then I know Jinx, I believe Brave is also moving to be closer to Volta. Yeah. So so right now we're we're in Tripline, just one jump from C4C, but we're going to, we're moving to C4C. That's where we'll stage from. And over time we'll, we'll flip it and then Brave will be in, in, in fade with, with our, some holdings in, in Tripline and then Blob will be in, all righty and i'm assuming as with most coalitions this is what shared blue list shared acls things like that so i know volta has blob so is it just blob or is it is volta also within this coalition i'm guessing yeah so, that, so yeah so volta is included in this as well and as well as blob and band logs and the spaces as well a lot of other B's in the names that I'm thinking. <laughs> wait, wait, maybe we need to add a few numbers. This is the problem. We all know I can't count. Okay, this is this is a very well known thing. <laughs> I can't count. Like I still get it wrong. Even in the most recent tournament, I just I just stay away from it now. Clearly, I just don't play because I can't count. So you know, but no, yeah, it's a shared blue list and ACL. And and to be honest, it's been like that. We've been blue for what Jinx like. Since the start of the war, which has been ages right. now, yeah. So it's kind of just like the members are, you know, it's pulled the command teams together, the members are together. Everyone's, I mean, we're flying with each other every day, you know, on fleets and stuff. So, you know, I mean, I'm the the point of this is to make both our alliances more sustainable and and defensible and to grow. Starfleet. I can, yeah. So I can answer because obviously, cute cat. Love, I love a cat. By the way, rain. Band logs, yeah. So when we arrived here, like which is now like two years ago now, we we actually were at war with them against the people that used to live here before Volta came here and took all the space. It was RHP, just in peace. And band logs that owned and there's another alliance. They they look oh, they're green. I can't remember. 
they were somewhere and then we could kick them all down and we had a great fight against band logs and hanzo he really put up a massive fight and did a lot of times on tanking but we you know laughed it for a bit and got them out but over the course of like a year band logs just lived in pure blind and then winter coast started dropping all these keep stars and fortazars and pure blind and then we started to get in contact with band logs and they sort of officially joined the coalition and ever since then they've been great allies to work with and you know, they were, as I said in the meeting on Friday, the SOTA, they were fully, Bish was like, he knew about the whole thing with Jinx, that we were talking about it, and he was in, he was very much involved as well, we keep, you know, our allies and stuff, but they're really good allies, and we, I really appreciate them, so we'd like, make sure that they, they get what they want, and well, I ask them what they want, and we're going to sort them out, so they, they're going to be staying part of, of B2 as well. Yeah, they're great enemies. You know, we had, we had a ton of fights with them over over some of their space when we were first moving into pure blind, and now and they've been great allies for the last months. So we're looking forward to continue working with them. All right, that's awesome to hear. And Artemis, I don't know if you saw chat. Apparently, they can't hear you, but they can hear the rest of us. So pulling a Matterall, I guess, or Muterall. I know Jinx. You recently mentioned you took over as CEO. How's that transition been? So Alliance CEO has a lot of keys and. That the first few weeks of of December was just all me working behind the scenes with with Dunk, trying to get all the keys turned over. Alliance, you've probably seen how many different there's anti coup corps, and then there's all the different corps that you have to control, just based on the way Eve works to make sure that you address coup concerns and also just control if so. Dunk can do beekeeping and and. Uh, right off into the sunset. So we, we spent a lot of time on that. There's still more things to do. As you can imagine, big alliances have a lot of real-life operations, you know, comm servers and things like that. So still ongoing, but the, the bulk of the end game has all been done. And so, so that, that was good. Then there's, so that's kind of like the mechanical part of it. Then there was the actually figuring out what it means to, to run an alliance and We've been at war, so doing all those things, working closely with all the different organizations in Brave. So I've been part of Brave Operations Command Team for about a year, but taking on the control and doing the interfacing with the different alliance leaders around Eve, all that was new. So it's been a lot of time over the last month. Interesting, definitely changes the game and the outlook. So I think that covers the covers most of it. Yeah. So. How, I mean, how's balancing that with being CSM? I know CSM, folks say, is like another job, which is on top of Eve as your second job already. How's that been going? It's a lot. I think I will, I'm going to finish out the term definitely. Next year, I'll let somebody else have the opportunity of doing CSM so I can concentrate on just one. Luckily, where in life right now is a time that I can, I'm covering both fine. Looking forward to going to Iceland at the end of the month here for our for our summit so that that's our first in-person summit we're going to be talking they have a lot to show us i'm going to be talking to them about alliance income and corporation income and also just operations like how it physically works to and how bad it is to physically run a corporation or alliance in game it's it's not a lot of tools so looking forward to working with them on that no that sounds good i'm glad somebody's talking to them about that i feel like the corporate what is it the corporate UI just in game is so archaic; it's almost impossible to figure out. Yeah, 
And you'll, you'll, if you saw the post on Friday from them, I think it was the first public place that they acknowledged a corporation and alliance income and trying to improve that. So when, when they've been adding different income streams to players over the years, they haven't Routing tax is still pretty much the only thing that you can directly draw from from your from your members, and so they they acknowledge that, and we'll see what they come up with. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. And so, part of being new CEO, what's the biggest challenge you think you've ever you faced so far? Well, one is all the things I used to do and getting people in place to to cover those things. So there's we've worked with a lot of people in Brave, changing up the leadership structure a little bit, putting new people in, convincing people to step up. So that, that's probably the, the biggest thing. All right. And then what's the biggest thing you're proud of? I, I mean, getting here, like I, I've been part of Brave almost since it started, but then I was AFK for a few years. So February of 2013, about a, a few weeks after Brave started, I played a ton and then had to step away from the game for real life, came back for three years and came back and decided, you know, I wanted, I really wanted to help Brave. This was, this is part of my gameplay. I joined the dojo and just kept on stepping up when needed for, for Brave, including really what got me to widen from the dojo was when we were in, in the war in Delve. We, initiative was pressing into impasse and I helped evacuate everybody from there into period basis. And then of course, now we've been all over the map, but all, all of the things I'm proud of, I, I did the anger games and jammed out at Antana. Not as cool as some of the tournament things Starfleet's done, but that my, my Griffin piloting is probably my peak tournament play at this point. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Well, that's really good to hear. It sounds like you've had a good journey with Brave and Brave's still going strong. And so talked a lot about Brave, but Starfleet, what's next for Volta? And I guess B2 in general for you both. You guys are moving Whoa. and positioning on the map, but you still have enemies, I think, on both sides, Fraternity and at least Initiative. Everyone's everyone's our enemies at this point. Yeah, I mean, this this move is just to more strengthen ourselves and our position in Nullsec, really. That, that is the base of the point, and everyone in gc command when we told the ceos was was on board of it and understood why this makes sense it kind of just focuses our efforts on you know one region more than rather than five or six right now which is like i can't remember five or six can't count i don't know, can't remember so you know we have holdings in quite a few places also an npc space npc space in venal we've got offensive structures in branch and then there's such as in Pureblind, and there's just, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot going on. So as for Volta, I mean, we're still going to be with Blob. We're not leaving or anything, but de definitely this will probably make Blob and Brave just have a bit more breathing room, I think, of just a bit more easier to defend and hold the more important space. But my corp just do, they just do what they want. I know what they do. They do stuff. They PvP, they do, I don't know, <laughs> like... That usually usually cause drama. That's usually that's my job. I just stop the drama really most of the time. That's the, that's literally all I do. Is someone will message me, and someone's said something, and I have to go and calm it down. I don't know. I don't really know how Volta's still around to be honest. Considering we had a meeting the other day, and there was a lot of people, and I was like, I don't even like 
why are you here? <laughs> you know, <laughs> most of you hate each other. That's the problem in Volta. <laughs> that's the issue. But I, I guess most corps that have been around for this long, especially Volta, it's like nearly over ten years now, or something. Most of the people just don't like each other, but you know, still play. I don't know. It's strange. It's a strange group of people. But Blob is definitely come a long way over two years and when we had the sota i said that to everybody you know we started it was a very small alliance of like 20 20 man comrades coming to our original timers against band logs and now they're doing you know 92 like tfis and a fleet and you know 150 or 200 members in fleet it's 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 impressive and i want to keep that going so i'm, I'm not going to stop you know fc for blob or b2 i'm going to keep going and and keep supporting the yeah, the build up and the growth. All right, thank you. And then what's so just for folks in chat and then kind of myself, I kind of know the difference, but I know it in probably not so nice terms. But what's the difference between Blob and Volta? To be honest, uh, like at the beginning, like the, the start of Blob, just so everyone knows, like it's not, it was never a renter alliance. There's there's another alliance that is a renter alliance. It's just a, a separate alliance, which we're closing, by the way. If anyone didn't know. Uh, we're closing our rental program slowly over the cu- a couple of months, purely because like I don't really like the idea of renting. I think it's a really it's not good for the game. So we are getting rid of that. But Blob was originally just a fun new bro, just you know kind of like brave. You know, just don't it doesn't really matter. At the beginning, it was like, it didn't really matter if you died. It's more it's more about just like having good fun and just you know obviously you know build it up to the point where it could actually like you know sustain itself. And it, it sort of moves away from it being that new bro alliance now, and 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 we are t- changing the direction into making it more into like you know a Nulsec alliance that is able to defend itself and have capital fleet and have you know doctrines and stuff, which is what we're heading towards. I mean, I'm sure we will get onto the the other fight that happened last week, and it is now the turning point. You know, I want to move move Blob away from being you know seen as like a newbie alliance and move it into another the, the next level which is like independent and also like on its own with its own leaders and its own fcs and and not me and our team like you know we'll still have a say in things but and help and stuff but i want to really grow some new people inside blob and get them in charge and get them fcing and you know you know we need new people in this game to like otherwise can't rely on all that old lot, <laughs> that, that, you know. So yeah, it's it's just a, just to get some uh, some new content, <laughs> and for you know, it seems to be working. So, no, oh, that's awesome. So I'm gonna switch to Jinx. Question from chat. They're asking, uh, what will happen to the high sec island? I'm assuming that's in reference to Brave Empire and their space in high sec. Yes. So they're in uh, Oishami, uh, which is. No, no plans to move it, but if Brave Empire, if we find a better place, we can. But the the island there is nice because anyone who wants to come to it has to go through Losec. So that kind of provides its own protection. But that's for Brave members on on their alts or whatever to, to mine ice and, and high-sec moons and stuff. A lot of people, I've done that. A lot of people enjoy this. So no plans, but there, there is a Brave Empire leadership team. And if they find a, a better spot that's better for for fade we'll we'll let them do that and the empire also maintains a, a staging in the kind of the center of the galaxy away from all the craziness in, in lone trek and in Judah area so 
No, that's good thoughts. I guess the question too then, so we have Volta and Blob and then you have Brave and then apparently Brave Empire, some of all these alt corps. Are these included with the coalition and everything? Yeah, we, that's serious sure, sure the standings. Okay. Yeah, we currently we currently are blue to like just, you know, the high sec stuff. And we have a high sec alliance as well for Blob and yeah. it wouldn't make sense not to, you know. It's really not that many blues. Like it it's really not. And it's and you know, like and our influence and projection will be like shifted as well as well. So Fieldline will probably become more open, I think I reckon some people will probably move in. I don't know. So it happens if you sort of vacate it a tiny bit. But compared to other blue lists in this game, we're pretty small. <laughs> I think. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think we're pretty, pretty, pretty small compared to some other massive blocks in this game that have nothing better to do at the moment. So. I guess that's a that's a good question though. Like, is like, what's the future for B two then? Like, what's the plan? I know you said you're gonna turtle up, kind of support each other. What happens when you start? I don't know. Want more people wanting in? Like, I know there was the joke earlier before stream about tests or someone like that. What happens when other folks say, hey, I want what you guys have. Can I join? I think Test is taking Declan Starfleet. That, that's last I heard. Is it? Oh. Uh, well, then they went to Faction Warfare, so. We'll have to be careful about that then. To be honest, I mean, for me, on, on the Blob side of things, and I, I really just want to focus on, on Blob, really. I, I don't, if more alliances... You know, it, it'll be difficult for me and for us, I think, to like put alliances in. I mean, there could be some places, but I want to focus on Blob and just grow Blob. That's the main thing. It's like, and that's what I'm hammering down to my members. It's like, we need to focus on ourselves and get ourselves into a position where we can actually effectively defend our territory and, you know, project, project as well. We are right next to a massive coalition, obviously, Winter Coalition, a few time zone tank. So obviously there's there's those challenges as well, and they can they can fight in that time zone with pretty much impunity. I don't think anyone in this game. I mean, the game probably could deal with them, but they are a problem for I think <laughs> the game. <laughs> like you you know, if all their people live in China or in that time zone. It's really hard to to do any sort of offensive capabilities against them. So, but maybe in the future we'll get strong enough and we can actually contest them in their time zone. That would be awesome. That's what I kind of want to head towards. Yeah, the war against the fraternity is not over. It'll be it'll be a continuous stalemate <laughs> until someone I don't know <laughs> I don't know something happens. Well, Hanzo's here now, so maybe he'll want to fight. I don't know. BJK never fights, so like you know, like that man does not want to fight at all. So yeah, it and you were asking if like more people want to come. Really, the idea for for Brave and Blob is is vertical. You see other alliances do that in the game. You can you can put a lot of people in, into a region, and so just focusing on on Fade for Brave, focusing on Brave for Fade for home, and then Pure Blind as our front yard and playground. Yeah, other people can run around in your playground, but I'll be our front yard. Alrighty, now that sounds good. I did get a question from chat. Especially for you, Jinx. So I know when Brave left Legacy, the comments were around growing and being independent. So what happened to that? Because you know, I know there was a pause period or a time where you guys weren't in a coalition and now you are again. Any thoughts? So, I mean, some of that is, is realities. We, we always had friends. Dunk always said that, you know, there's, there's a thing about being independent and, there's a, and, and then you, you have to have friends. When a coalition like Fraternity 
decided that they wanted all this space and asked us to step aside, we said no. And by saying no, we stepped side by side with GTC at the time. And, and since then, we've been working together closely and, do, and calling it B2 just kind of formalizes that. So we are doing our best to, we have friends and we're, we want to recognize the, this relationship. So Ithaca's just messaging me that he sees my map. It's very nice. So yes, we're not fully independent. We're in a coalition with, with B2. But being, uh, being in this coalition, we still have a lot of freedom that we were looking for in terms of being, being in the room when the decisions are made and, and deciding how things are happening. I know. That's, that's good to know. Also, I uh, think as well, just quickly as well, like I think like by when, I, when, when Dunk came here and talked to me about that and said like being independent, and I was like, absolutely okay. Not a problem. And then obviously when Winterco, you know, Brave had to make a choice when Winterco attacked us. Either stand with us and get in basically a coalition with us against fraternity or step aside and become Winterco pets. That was pretty much his decision because if if we're not there, then Winterco moves into Deck and Fade and they live in pure blind, but basically at the whim of, of Norris. So I think, you know, I think for for brave it's not about being independent it's about making their own choice their own decisions and not being forced into doing things and this whole thing like me and jinx have been talking about this whole b2 thing for like ages and we we well i approached you about fade actually i i, I approached them because i wanted like i want brave to do well and like you said jinx it's not you know it's basically me and you in charge so it's not like a massive round table of like 400 people so it's pretty you know and we don't like there is we have a joint you know defense and we defend for each other but like you know brave after this we're all still here in like a year if they want to go in deployment and do something else that's fine as long as we're living together it's all good Alrighty, no that's good to hear that was taken into the consideration also it's kind of interesting how you mentioned i think you said this earlier starfleet where fraternity is like the largest coalition in the game almost impossible to beat and I, I don't know how you guys can contest that without growing to be a massive size unless there's another, I don't know, World War B or something, but against I think, pandas. I think like the, the fraternity's obviously massive advantage is their time zone. That is their huge advantage against everybody in this game. And all I see is whenever anything happens anywhere, and Norris is very clever and he'll wait for something to happen somewhere else in the game and will make his gains some, in another part of the game. You know, in the mass in the war against goons, he basically just didn't help Pappy at all. Like pretended to help them. Didn't you know? He could have moved all his Chinese alliance down there, but actually didn't. And then instead, did his stuff in the north. He put some keep stars down. You know, because everyone was distracted. And he does that. That's his game. His game is to put things down in China's time zone where no one can contest him, whilst everyone else is trying to battle for the rest of the game or whatever or goons and imperium and pan from like having standoffs and he just does his thing you know he's, he's dropped keep stars and pure blind two of them i think now but he owns three now right jinx as of today in pure blind you know he'll in kill that's his plan and he will just incrementally grow outwards in china's time zone and no one will be able to stop him because it's all in china's time zone i mean the only other alliance in the game that is china chinese time zone is jakara's Apart from that, there's nothing else, and it's a. It's, I think it's a real problem to be honest. Lucky that EUTZ is absolutely trash. So it, 
it's all good. <laughs> like, so it's fine. But on that front, it's all good. BJK is in charge. I mean, what what's going on there? So I sense some shade. Is that is that what's happening? I'm kidding. So kind of talking about you guys working together and fighting. Actually, I don't even think fraternities on this battle report. Oh, they are. There's two of them. <laughs> no, what they did. Q five. What they did is they they pinged right because obviously actually should we just talk about this fight? Should we just go in it? Oh, yeah, so we'll talk about the QTAC 5 report from last week, Sunday. Okay, let's let's do it. Cause, and then what we can do is I'll talk about it, and then we can do it from Jinx's perspective of just coming home, <laughs> of like, having no idea what's going on. This was over in Athenor, I believe? Yeah, it was in Athenor in QTAC 5, and I, I got home, and I think Francis had already, had already like formed some of the fleet up, and... I looked at our fleet and so BFL are here, which is the Foreign Legion. Is that what they're called? Yep, being Foreign, foreign Legion. Legion. Being, yeah. And they were formed up in their like signature Paladin doctrine, which is like, it's a very effective doctrine. I think at the start, I mean, if you want to have like a, a better idea of like, because that's the end numbers, which don't really reflect like the beginning. If you want to have the beginning numbers, I think if you go like, to 20 or 100 i think if you did a br2 like to nine o'clock i think that's before i think at nine o'clock everything starts getting mental and everyone starts turning up so we i mean the dread numbers were like very even slightly in our favor like i'll be honest like most of the most of the ships were in our favor i think the maybe the tempest were in our favor i can't remember it was all pretty pretty equal but they had like a really strong paladin fleet with like 71 paladins. I think in the end we had 100 temper fleet issues with some Apox. But, you know, I knew going in to this fight, it was clear that they wanted to drop caps. So we formed our caps a bit hastily, actually, I'll be honest. And I could have done a, th- a lot of things better. There's a few things I've watched back a couple of videos. There's a few things I could have done better. And we kind of, it was really quick. It was within 10 minutes, all the caps were on grid. Like, less than 10 minutes, I think. You know, we walked in, we jumped in, oh, oh, sorry, and then we got walked on. But as soon as, as soon as we dropped caps, it was like a, we dropped our, they dropped some caps first. They dropped a fax and some whole dreads or some anti-cap dreads first to shoot our Tempest Fleet issues. At that point, we were still, we were still volleying some of their paladins. Some of their paladins were dying. And then we started bringing our dreads, and I'm getting screenshots of my bed now. People are just screenshotting the mirror now. Sorry, I told you. <laughs> like, I told you just, how to just, make like, your I'm bed. I'm getting DMs. Like, okay, like that's a charger, that's an Apple Watch, and down there is just some some plugs. Okay, everyone, calm down. All right, everyone, calm down. Okay, <laughs> like you know, I'll do a separate stream about my room later. It's fine. All right, okay. So we, so the dreads start coming in and. As soon as we jump a couple of dreads in, because we jumped some Volta dreads in, and then I, just so everyone knows, I specifically said, don't drop the Nitras, and you know what it's like with people. They will just drop, drop them in. And then it just kind of just chaos. I just said, I said, you know what, we're going for this, and we just jumped in all, the, all our caps, and uh, knowing that BFL have the capability of fielding the same, or if not more, caps than us, and have you know, very organized, you know, they're very organized in that sense. And obviously this is the first time Blob 
GCC or, you know, at the time, GCC, BTC, sorry, had used caps, well, especially for my line, obviously Brave has used caps before, but Blob and, you know, the other alliances, the first time they've used caps on like a large number, like ever in, in, in the history. But as soon as we dropped in, like all the alliances in the game pinged, everyone, Horde, uh, Frat, lol, uh, Goons, Initiative, everyone's like, oh, the our sp- spy <laughs> Discord was just like, load of notifications. So, uh, uh, you know, I saw like there was an Onyx fleet coming from P-Horde, and there was like, caps being formed by Initiative, and like a Goon fleet coming, and then like something else was coming. So it was basically, I... I'll be honest, like, I didn't know, like, this is a thing, like, with, like, people assume that we bat phone, but the, unfortunately, we don't, you don't need to, if you know, like, you know, it's like rain, like, if there's a big, everyone, if there's a big brawl going on, everyone knows what's going to happen, it's happening, there's nothing going on in the game, everyone's got nothing better to do, so everyone's going to come, so at that point, I was like, okay, we need to get out, and that was the same for BFL, because BFL and us were trying to extract as well, because we were, like, who's going to get here first I, we don't know so if you know people get here first then we're all screwed if goons get here first and they they want to kill the horde stuff so we're probably not screwed so i think we managed to get a lot of our caps out but i think we were able to just reinforce our sabers a lot more and then i and then i think goons got here a lot a lot quicker because obviously they're, they're they can come from fountain to cloudering and just go straight into pure blind and then, you know, it's just more funny that Fraternity even bothered pinging because it's like, what can they do? There was a really good fight, actually. A lot, I think we lost a lot. GCC, I think we lost 250 bill, but it's all sorted. And I think Brave was like 100. And then I, I think including... I think it was quite an even BR, wasn't it? Let me have a look in the end. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, my, my nag fleet issue, I'm messing up your BR. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, well, what happened was the Zenitra's just... just really... <laughs> it completely ruined the BR. I mean, it's pretty much even. Obviously, like it's like 400, 400, whatever. If we took off Jinx's nag, and if we took off the threes and eaches that died, which are all like, <laughs> I think we'd be okay. It was a good fight. Everyone, honestly, everyone really enjoyed it. A lot died. A bunch of caps died. I was my ult was the first one to die. Thanks, guys. The first nag to die. The first one to die. I knew it was me. It's like only account, so. It's kind of disappointing. I wanted to get some more kill mails on that. So I had to focus on the sub fleet after that. But it was a really good fight. Nice nice fight to start the year, I think. It was good. I was going to say, Jinx, you said you were there, but didn't have a lot. I heard you say your fleet issue, your negative uh, issue. So Dojo Compliance Officer, if you look at Brave, I was top damage and, and 10 bill of the loss. So so my my story for this is my phone's blowing up and I'm out of the house and I see, I, I get back thinking it's going to be all over. And then there was a ping that there's a sino up. I log in, no comms or anything, get into the dread fleet, make sure I'm not in my, my Titan pod, jump, jump in the nag, CCs, undock, jump. Maybe I had to, I think I had to, there was bubbles on the keep star. So I had to get in the keep, blow up the bubble and, and then I jumped right in blind. I just started shooting broadcasts, watch everything melt. I, I should have heated more, but I took all my drugs and did about 1.2 million damage. And that was amazing. So the, the faction dreads, dreads do recommend 
sorry for the FCs that have to see the battle reports afterwards. I, I like that perspective because even though you're an alliance leader, that's a very like line member perspective of like, I didn't know what was happening. I just jumped to a sino and killed everything. I died. It was fun. Like, I love it. It's a very good perspective. Starfleet down here is like doing analysis of like who's doing what and how to do strategy. <laughs> it did not sound as enjoyable as yours experience. So Starfleet, I see you're getting called out in chat. Do you want to do you want to say? <laughs> yeah, anything? I mean, this this guy thinks my FC character was in a dread, which is not. I mean, this guy obviously doesn't doesn't hasn't checked the BR like whatever. Anyway, no, I just I I, I think I I lit. I think that's the first one in on my alt, and he just died straight away. I think if you, I watched the video, and I like, I'm the first dread that loads grid, and I'm a nag, so I'm gonna die. Rest in peace. But it was a good fight. I mean, I you know really enjoyed that brawl. I mean, we lost a lot, and everyone lost a lot. I mean, it could have gone either way if whatever support fleet got hit there first. I mean, you know, it could have lost all large reds if they got there first. Could have you know, so like it. it it's just one of those situations. And the thing is, is like both sides know that committing these dreads or committing to this amount will just emit a response from all the mega blots to turn up. So, it, you know, I knew that going in. I, I'm, I'm assuming they knew that going in that like that, 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 you know, neither one of us will have to do anything. I'm pretty sure like as soon as we jumped in, like within a minute, there were pings out. I don't really know the exact timeline, but it was pretty much like... <laughs> on cue like as soon as like it was like 50 dreads on grid it was like pings were just being get sent out but it was good fun lost the afternoon though rest in peace sorry jinx that's okay we've got the salvage though there you go (laughs) at the end of it i know a lot of people are wanting fights like this i think all the comments i was talking with friends were saying about how they thought a fight like this would not happen again how they want to see more of this do you guys think this will happen again or something Um, hopefully like this no, because like you have to like it's expensive, right? The, the you know these dreads are expensive, the caps are expensive, and like you know I think I think BFL have been wanting to have this dread brawl for a while. It's pretty obvious, and they moved a lot here. But I I don't really I mean I don't really see any else in the game that it, it would happen really. I mean everyone's really scared to use them because they're really expensive and they're like. You know, you can replace them, but it's costly. It's a costly fight to have. Just in that moment, I had a bit of you know, insanity and just thought, screw it, let's go. <laughs> and then just go in. But maybe maybe somewhere else in the south, I don't know, like, there's some fighting in SO, maybe, but I don't really know. Like, Winterco, maybe. I don't know. It, I think the circumstances, it, these sort of things always just happen off the cusp, you know? Just like randomly, one, one random Athenal timer at 2200. Just like, okay. You know, but but it's just I think the cost is of is the main like, you know, incentive of like not using them because they're very costly to get back. And, you know, you start losing, you know, that wasn't even that big of a dread fight. And that was still equating to half a trillion isk, you know. So if it was on a much bigger scale, I think it's going to start getting really expensive, you know. Yeah, for sure. So is that I mean, in order for stuff like this to happen, is that up to CCP then to kind of bring the cost of dreads down? I know that's been a topic folks have discussed. Yeah, you know, we're always poking them saying like, hey, we, you know, people want to fly these ships. Can, can we make them cheaper? What, what can we do? Then the Alliance Income and, the, you know, they, they mentioned SRP in the blog on Friday. So I think they do acknowledge that 
you know, while they didn't want them getting down as cheap as they did during the work era, the saying that there's alliances need SRP and stuff, they, they realize that they are preventing content in the game by by raising the price so high. But we'll, we'll see. They have to... Still a lot of room to, to get cheaper to make these fights happen. Yeah, for sure. It's also like... It's also like people's attitude as well like you have to be to to commit dreads on grid you have to be you know risk averse as in no not risk averse like you have to take risks putting it on because like you are planting yourself there for at least five minutes you know and would be more if you got dictators and stuff so it's a real it's a real commitment that's why in that fight like as soon as they put like paladins on that and put like had faxes ready they were like ready to go we like knew they're ready to go we didn't have to do it. It's an Athenor, but it, you know, it's all good. And I saw a guy in chat saying they've got new ones, you know, ready to go in P Horde. I'm just like, I'm sure you do because you have a massive rental empire in the drone lands that can fund all this. <laughs> so that's that's good. That's good for uh, good for good for them. Yeah, for sure. So I know. So we talked a little bit about the war between GTC and Fraternity. So now with B2 kind of moving still near fraternity, but I also know you mentioned like the BFL slash PanFam slash whatever you want to call them are also staged up there as well. Are you guys anticipating finding them some more? I'm assuming Headliner and Securitist will just keep on reinforcing Antiblex until they quit the game, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, man. They they are they they are very they're quite a risk of it. I think Headline is really risk averse. He just uses Loki's and just doesn't fight the whole time, which is a which is a play style, I guess. But I'm assuming so. I mean, with Hanzo back to fraternity more like with Hanzo joining Winter Coalition and Branch, I think I think that they will probably be. I mean, they've already done. I mean, we had a little fight with them yesterday or the other day. We almost caught one of their supers actually on a gate the other day. So I'm I'm expecting them to to like fight a bit more as a bfl i mean they'll, they'll do what they do which is fine and then there's the other guy what's this guy the guy's name who got kicked from horde and now he's in winterco was he in horde yeah bope that corp isn't it didn't they leave, Win- Ch- didn't they leave? oh yeah yeah didn't they leave horde and join winterco yeah he's around yeah. he was in he was in pc it's hard to keep track of everybody you know of what yeah, he used to run our adms in ec so if he wants to keep doing that, that's okay. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was like the 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 the, the like reason why your ADMs are up. But yeah, I'm I'm not expecting anything to slow down in the north. This whole move is just to make it easier for us to manage our space and control our territory, basically. So you know, you know, we'll keep forming and we'll we'll keep you know our numbers, especially in GTC and Bob and Brave, are still fine. So everyone's everyone understands the situation. So it's all good. Alrighty. Pause there. Artemis, do you have any questions? Do you see any in chat that I may have missed? Oh, I'm, I'm in co- oh I've got copium, apparently. You should, you should tell that to BJK. When he was like, I saw a screenshot of him talking or something, and it was like, you know, egos or something. And then his, like, Discord on frats, on his, like, you know, the description on disc, Discord is like, you know, frat. Frat wins co FC main FC XPL X Horde X all this. It's just like, right, mate, calm down. <laughs> Chill. So I don't know. I don't like, I don't think that there's because copium's a new thing. I think that everyone in every side will just spin, you know, and they'll spin. 
you know, Horde will spin. If they get blobbed, they'll spin. If they blob, they'll spin. It doesn't really, it doesn't, it doesn't matter who wins. Everyone's going to have just their Probably own spin the and everything, right? <laughs> you know, Probably. it's just, it, it, it's the copium game, you know, and, and everyone's having it <laughs> and everyone's, everyone's doing it. <laughs> everyone's having copium, just different amounts, <laughs> depending on what, what day it is. <laughs> It's why we play. Propaganda. It's why we play, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's why we play. Everyone, as, as soon as you go on Reddit, you, you're copying, basically. That's <laughs> basically it. Like, you're already taking it when you read Reddit, especially on Mondays. <laughs> we're, we're just looking for our dopium hit. And if that's yeah. the copium, copium form, that's, that's fine. We need an alliance. We need to change our alliance to copium. That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we need to do, like, you know. <laughs> then there's no numbers to get confused about. It's perfect for you. It we'll doesn't matter a, if we'll you put put a number. We're going to yeah. put a number, no matter what. We have to do a number, and I'll get it wrong. So good. So good. Alrighty. I know we had other topics. We have about 13-ish minutes left of the show. We, we had a couple other topics. I don't know if you guys wanted to discuss. There's things going on in EVE still. I know we kind of touched on like the producer letter. I'm assuming most of that is under NDA for Jinx, but I don't know if you were excited about anything mentioned there, Starfleet. Or if you saw the CCP stream, I believe it was Friday. I'm going to let Jinx talk about it. I think he's he's the man. Look, let me uh, you got a link? Let me pull it up so I don't say anything I'm not supposed to. So one one thing they have here pulling it up, thank you, Artemis. Uh, so one one thing that I'm hoping that we can take advantage of is the reannounce the allegiance system. I think they renamed it. And that, that's where anyone can drop into faction warfare. I do think as an alliance leader it's gonna be a nice drama bomb for all of us. Because you're gonna want to, everyone's gonna cho- choose a different size side and shoot each other, and so then they're gonna say when they lose, they're gonna say, "Hey, this guy shot me." So we're all gonna have to figure out how to deal with that. The the contested income, a lot of people are excited about that. Where is that one? So, sorry, I'm scrolling. Did you say contested income, or is that like alliance income? It's in the same paragraph, which I'm okay. trying to find. It's read. up on the stream if you want. Okay. So they say on funding, we would prioritize contested income, formerly known as passive income, a source valuable enough to take, hold, and defend. So I, I think that that phrase there, you know, not a lot of details, but people are excited about that in terms of what, what that could mean for, for NullSec. I already talked about the, the Alliance leadership. They, they hinted at, you know, showing how Evermark, the corporations are getting one to one matching from from LP earned. So they're talking about how they're, they're experimenting with that. Brave, Brave has 10 million Evermarks, so Brave newbies. So I'm looking forward to spending that on whatever they let us spend it on. And so that's good. Then, you know, they've, the friendship machine, that's pretty CCP talk, but they're talking about the social aspects. So Photon UI, I'll, I'll, this is kind of a CSM plug. You'll see it's got a really high adoption rate. They're still working on it. I think it's really important for players to give feedback to a CCP. So I still see some complaints about like, why, did, why could I do this in the old one? And I can't do it in the new one. Now is the time to give them the feedback. Now is when they have developers on. If you wait to give the feedback, then the, the chances it changes after they declare it launched is, is lower. That's good to know. I know they have forum posts, I think, for every time they make an update, so people can share it there. Yeah. Right. The, 
Legion system is called Direct Enlistment on the ARC campaign list. And then, of course, the EUXL. I know a lot of people were excited about that at FanFest. So hopefully that, that really helps people with the, the tools to, to do all the market shenanigans. ESI in particular, I've gotten a lot of pings. People are, are worried about some of the ESI endpoints. So CSM is aware of that, and we're trying to work with CCP. And of course, that would be critical to even Excel. Well, I mean, CCP explicitly addressed that during the companion stream for this dev blog, where they said they're hoping that EVXXL, from my interpretation, will be almost a successor or replacement to ESI. Because unlike ESI, there's going to be a singular owner and developer to really put thought into what should be public, what should not be public or accessible, and then also make, ensuring long-term maintenance of the program. Yeah, I remember. I think I saved it in a VOD somewhere of like their comments because I asked it in chat and Convict called it out directly to kind of give a shout out to the ESI folks. I was going to ask, you mentioned the Allegiance system. Are Brave and B2 in general planning on joining Faction Warfare in any capacity? Are you guys just letting individuals do their own thing? So the, we have a, a small a SIG, but right now it has to be a separate corporation and it's not something that people can dip in and out. You have to have an alt. The thing that I think will be great about it and also the drama part of it will be it, any player for, for direct enlistment is what they're calling it now, will be able to click a button and join a faction. So that won't, that won't be something that, that we control. Like right now, if we wanted to join Faction Warfare, you have to, the, the whole alliance goes or, the, or not. And if you, if you as an individual join, then you drop corp. So now people go join whatever they want, whatever color they prefer ships they prefer and we'll, we'll see what happens when everyone starts shooting blues so i think low sec is going to become a no man's land you're going to make you regret that <laughs> yeah i think yeah i i don't think we have like a that i don't think we really thought about it that much to be honest at this point there's just a lot more pressing things to do so maybe for volta but as for blob i'm not sure yeah i got you and Actually, that's a decent segue. I know both Brave and Volta participate in Alliance tournaments in the past. There's a Captain's Cup that's coming up, hosted by Jintan, and also the Alliance Tournament 19 in August. Do you guys plan on participating in those or allowing your alliances to participate? They banned the Griffin, so they're just <laughs> saying I can't play. I know, I think our AT team is already talking about it and getting excited about that. I think, I believe we're doing the Captain's Cup. I'm I will be a commentator on that one for for this time. As for the Alliance tournament, as I said at the end of the last one, if the format doesn't change or if it's still the same, chances are we won't be doing it as Volta as a t as a team with the same people. It depends. As I, I like, I don't believe in the current format and the way that the Alliance tournament is like the current like you know rules and and prizes and things and like the way it's shown to the audience as well like i think there's so much that could be improved with not really much effort so if things change then yes if not then prob probably not i won't put it to 100 percent. oh no definitely not who knows you know the, the, the guys might feel differently in six months i don't know so but it you know definitely after last year uh, you know it was, it was the guys we put a lot of effort into it you know a lot of practice and things and 
you know, it's, it's, it's like a, a question related to like, you know, how much time has to go in and how much effort these guys, my guys, and not really me, I'm going to be honest, I didn't actually have much to do with this time. I was doing the Eve stuff. They put so much effort in, you know, it's it's a question of that as well. It becomes a second job, as I'm sure you, you know, Rain, and that amount of effort people put in and to play and to be competitive in the Eve sports scene. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll see. I'd like to see live live stuff like I did in FanFest with Annie and we fought against the Camel guys. That was epic, and I'd love for them to do that again, even if that means reducing the team sizes for the tournament. I know. like That's like really awesome. I wish they could do that. Yeah, and so I know we're talking about tournament stuff, so normally we have the anger games, but I believe both Soth and Dirk mentioned that they will not do the anger games just for the timeline this year. Mm. So we have Jin's Cup in, I believe it was February, March. And then... It's March. Yeah, so like I think the full cup is March. March. If yeah, and then you have August for the Alliance tournament, which I am optimistic. I have no insider information, but if I were CCP Alliance tournament in August, and then Fan Fest in September means I would hope the August winners or I don't know maybe the top four teams all get to I go think play that live. That would be a really cool idea. That really lines up nicely i know i think it'd be cool but... <laughs> i think it'd be a great idea and a really good idea to get people like you know now there's a reason to, to put this effort in you know like i yeah. went to fan fest for you know ccp kindly like same with the other players like they honored the you know the tournament that happened the invasion tour and they flew us all out there and paid for the hotels and stuff and it was awesome it was such a great experience to like play in front of an audience and meet everybody and it was great, and I'd love for them to do that this year. That'd be epic. Even if we don't win, for some, you know, the winning team to go would be sick. To do the finals, you know, best of five would be so cool. They should do that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping they do that. And I know Soth and Dirk mentioned no anger games, so usually we see the anger games, which I think is kind of a, mm. a really good, like, I see it as like a quote-unquote, like a sort of, not easy, but a sort of low risk, high reward way of getting into a tournament if you've never done tournaments. So I'm kind of sad about that. So I'm I, hopeful- think, I think the AG like two years ago when we did it, I think that was like, and I was actually playing a lot in that in that one and and Theron for Annie and, and everybody. Like that was a really fun tournament because I think it was, was one of the, the funnest. Was that the Alliance uh, Open? Was it? Oh, was the open? Was the open? Because they didn't have open. the AT. That, that's the one I flew the Griffin in. Oh, okay. Shoot. Okay. But I mean, but it was I, it was run by the anger games. So. Did I? Fl- was it? Because I can't remember. If, I don't know. There's too many tournaments. I can't remember which ones. I can't remember which ones which. But that one was really fun because it was like I think most of the like even the major teams didn't take it too seriously, especially like we didn't as well. We didn't go massively into it. I think that was just so much more. It was such a nice tournament. Like I don't know. I just everyone just kind of really had a good time in that one. You know, whereas last year it was just like everyone's we're doing four practices five practices a week and you can't go outside and you know you need to do do crafting you know it's a lot yeah so alliance open was hosted by even t by ithaca yeah. hawk and then Ithi- anger, yeah. so, so dirk and soth i think any's there's like six five or six anger games and they've done all of them and that includes the ones they used to be an internal tournament just to imperium and they were like this is so much fun we should invite normie people to do this so that's what they did oh, sorry ithaca I knew that. I knew that. It's funny. He just likes getting mad about it. Oh, I think he's getting annoyed. Oh, no. God. 
<laughs> I bought and the so, poster. I bought the he's poster. Getting, he's getting annoyed. Quick duck. <laughs> Quick. And then, uh, and then yeah. So Jen has done tournaments in the past. I know he did one with Streamfleet, and then God, I feel like it was like that was like four years ago. So I don't even know if, what the title was. And now he's doing the tournament cup, which has, like you said, Starfleet. You're a commentator. I think it had input from other teams and captains and folks who had run stuff in the past. So nothing, nothing lacking in the tournament scene right now. But hopefully yeah, we. Misty as well, uh, I'm saying, and and Dex as well. So like some really, really knowledgeable people, like that that know a lot about Eve Online. I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about them too. They're very knowledgeable at mechanics and stuff. So be good, good to good good casting team. I think so. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. It's 66 as well, isn't it? It's 66. Yes. 66? 66 people? Six, no, 6v6. Oh, 6v6. Oh. I'm a a referee, so I don't read the rules. I just make sure people (laughs) don't have trash in their cargo or whatever. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I need to know the rules, you know, and and everything. The problem is, like... I do math as well, make sure everything adds up. (laughs) As I say, you read... When you read the rules, though, like stuff gets confusing because you're like, okay, these drones are allowed, and then these drones aren't, and then you go to the next tournament, and you're like, fuck, which drones are allowed? And I mean, it gets yeah. so confusing after a while if you don't study so, in practice. A couple of times in practice last year, that happens a lot. People bring the wrong drones because, like, so, you know, like me, I'd come to training and I maybe it's like, and then I just put in like some drones, and then Theron has a go at me, putting the wrong drones in practice, but it doesn't really, you know. You wipe the other team, and they're like, you have T two drones. Yeah, or you turn up to a match with too many ships of the same type. It completely by, by completely by no, I'm not even joking. By a mistake, like it was not even like, like I think there's a video of like when we won and someone was just like, like we have four ships something, and I was just like, I think I swore a lot. I just like yeah, I remember that. That was really. I can't remember what happened after that. Did we redo the match, or did they just take the I win? I think you just get disqualified, I'm pretty sure. No, we four, still played destroyer. We still Oh, did played... you redo? No, I don't think we redo. I think we went to the loser's bracket. I think we just lost the game. Like that, was such a, that was so annoying. Like, like that whole... Like we, we did not, obviously, want to... Yeah, we're put to losers, as Theronf says. Yeah. Uh, was that open, Theronf? When was that? I can't remember. Then we killed them again. That's it. We came back and then we beat them again. <laughs> like, so, you know, it didn't matter. We still beat them. And then they took the win. Yeah, they took the win and then we beat them anyway later on. That was, yeah. That was Lance Open. Yeah, that was Lance Open. That was a pure mistake. I think, I, if I'm correctly, that was because it happened because Ferenf and Annie were making the setup because of the bands. And then I think something, a copy paste was wrong and another destroyer was put on when it wasn't meant to be on there because we're just getting the ships out, you know. It's really hectic getting the fits and everything to people and it just like, yeah. <laughs> and no one noticed until we won the match. I'm pretty sure someone said it in local though, halfway through maybe, like one of the commentators, one of the referees or one of the comment. I, I can't remember, this is so long ago. Yeah, usually, yeah, usually it's that stuff. I don't know if you guys are using the tool, but that's usually stuff the tool catches easily. But it's been upgraded, so it catches things like that now. But as we're kind of at the top of the hour, do you guys have any final thoughts, any shout-outs you want to do? Jinx, I'll start with you. I mean, want to thank our, our new, new Coalition friends, or old and, and new again. 
B2, everyone in Brave coming out. You guys for hosting the, the stream. Appreciate all that. Yeah, thank you. And then you, Starfleet? Obviously, I want to thank obviously Brave for sticking with us in the hard times. That'll be a good time soon, I promise, Jinx. And also to the Blob command team, GC command team, Covert, especially that man is doing God's work behind the scenes. But all of the Blob CEOs, the FCs, Tosh's graph. There's so many other people as well, like your know, Wolf and obviously Shattered and stuff. All the people that are just keeping things going. All the fuelers, you know, people that are fueling everything, you know. Just just everybody. Thank the whole the whole group. <laughs> Everyone. Even our enemies as well. Thank them for we're all providing content for each other. So yeah, we're all still playing this game. And it's still here. It's not dead yet. It's been dying for I don't know. How long, Rain? A while. A long time. It's, been, it's a long time dying, and everyone's still playing, and we're all fighting each other, and that's the main thing. So, and everyone's going to whine and complain about, you know, and sh- laugh. Oh, your stuff's dead, but we're all playing this game still. So, it's. I, I want to thank Copium. Reason. Copium, yeah, it's yeah. the main thing. Everyone's everyone's still playing. So that's the main thing. I'm still playing after like over eleven years. So, yeah. Yeah, so thank you both for joining us and for sharing everything. This was an awesome show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the banter and Twitch chat. Shout out to Twitch chat for being civil. Normally we got to kind of moderate when folks come in, but you guys did really well talking This is trash. civil? I'm joking. Yeah, so like there was no like threats, like everyone used in-game banter. Like I loved it. It was great. You guys are good. Keep it up. It's, it's, it's all, you know, you meet each other in real life. It's all fine. It's all the game. We're gonna go to I mean, that, isn't that part of... That's the fun part of this game is the shit talking. Like, of just in general. Like, in the game. About what's going on in the game. You know, that's the whole point, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, that's why anyone... That's why anyone plays this game. It's just for the for the, for the the memes and for the Reddit and for the, like, the crap that goes around. <laughs> all the trash talk and the propaganda and the copium. Yeah, that's literally it. Yep. Alrighty, so with that, we were going to go raid, so everyone stick around for a raid. I don't know, I know chat has not been able to hear Artemis and all of her comments, but Artemis, do you have anything before we go? That's okay. Artemis says she loves you all and appreciates you. Alright, so we're going to go to a raid, and we'll do, oh, we have to do credits in the outro, okay. So we'll go to outro, and then we'll do a raid, but thank you everyone, we will see you all next week, same time, same place.